Wake up, Maggie. I think I've got something to say to you. Well, it's early May, and I really feel like we should all be back at school. But even if it's a few more weeks, the valleys, well, they'll soon turn to peaks. Because, Maggie, you're going to be the best senior director of development the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering has ever seen. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a Monday episode of Hashtag Getting, the award-winning Hashtag Getting, the best podcast in all of higher education, bar none, hands down. It's official. We've won some awards. We've uh, we've broken some hearts. And, uh, you know, it's just the way we roll. Even during the uh, the pandemic pause, we are still here coming at you once a week. In fact, uh, well, it's only been like a few days, actually, I guess, since we yeah. recorded our yeah, last one. Yeah, we recorded. One. An, uh, try to get them in close if we can. Knock the, them on while you can. The 19-year-old you're hearing talking to you right now <laughs> is... <laughs> It's Marky Mark to you, Jer. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to look down. Hey, it's 99. So we've been talking about game. this hair. <laughs> I can't even get the headphones on the hat sitting correctly. So I got it's the hat awesome. turned around. God, please go, Ivy. If you're listening, open up the barbershops <laughs> yes. quick. We're dying I'll here. I'll wear a mask, I mean, a cape. Is... <laughs> <laughs> you put me under one of those hair dryers. Anything, anything, please. anything. But uh, that's uh, Austin Phillips, director of the Office of Communications and Marketing, which brings you this incredible podcast. I'm Jeremy Henderson, communication specialist in the uh, the office in the Atlanta Hawks fan. To my left is Marcus Klutz. He's looking pretty good because you, you buzz, you do it yourself, right? It's a self self buzz. So wouldn't Man, have that any anyway. I'm doing pretty good. And your uh, hair looks great it's too. It's always Jared. good. Yeah. We are joined today by all. You speaking of hair? Yeah, she's definitely got the best hair. That's Pantene Pro V commercial right here. <laughs> Margaret Arnold, the newly appointed Senior Director of Development in the Samuel Ginn College of Communicate No College of Engineering. God bless America. Yeah, it's a lot. Oh. It, is, it is Monday. Margaret, I cannot thank you enough for being here. It's, How are you doing? Hey, well, she has gone from our first guest mm. in the audience to being yes. a guest. Mm-hmm. First Dreams audience member. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dreams can come true. <laughs> I know that's great. Yeah. So speaking of that, my first question for you is: How many times have you driven over the War Eagle Road? <laughs> every day. I'm every, is it real? Do you really do? It? Oh yeah, oh, it really? is. Every day. Oh, look right. at that. Right, when, when I'm frustrated with him, I go around it. Truly. <laughs> 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 or, or like just speed up, really. <laughs> just get it on Facetime too, just with a look. Truly. Do you I really? Do. No, I really do. You really do. Uh-huh. How often is that? How often does he screw up? It's only been a couple times. He's a good one. Okay. So yeah. let, you got to put it, go. You you do it. Put it in perspective. So yeah. Margaret's husband, he has been on the show. Yes. Is an engineering grad. Uh, Tim Arnold, who came up with the idea of War Eagle Road that we have on South Donahue, that plays the first couple lines of uh, the fight song. So still yeah. going strong. First husband wife team that we've I know, had this here. Is awesome. We're setting all kind of records I know. here. Now. I'm loving it. And uh, and so you were, I guess, officially announced when last week, mm-hmm. late last week, mid last week. That's right. And uh, I've had the vibe though 
I mean, can I be honest? Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like if there, I mean, who was going to fill it? It was pretty. You I mean, it was see the handwriting on the wall. Right, exactly. <laughs> You're so, kind. But, it, you know, you're coming into it, speaking of records and unprecedented kind of stuff, I mean, interesting times right now, I understand, for the college and the university as a whole. And uh, I don't know. I mean, well, how, how are you feeling coming into it at, at this point? Is that it? I mean, yeah. First, let's just, for those who aren't familiar with our terms that we use, development. What are we talking about yeah, when I still we're talking don't know. about? <laughs> it took me Jeremy's forever. been underdeveloped it's for years. Like development. Our <laughs> our development office or? is is the team that raises money for the university and for the college. So there are fifty some fundraisers campus wide, and then the College of Engineering has seven of us that are frontline fundraisers, and there are fourteen of us in our office. So we've got a team of coordinators and development officers that work together. So everyone's. Uh, broken up by region so we go out in certain territories meet with alumni get them engaged and that means having them serve on committees or having them uh, come back as guest speakers for classes having them um, help the dean help the department chairs to shape shape the college and then also having them being involved philanthropically am i am i to understand it seems of all the colleges i mean liberal arts we're both liberal arts <clears throat> that engineering alumni have got to be some of the most active. Uh, I mean, probably the most active. Are, I, mean, yeah, right? I, I mean, I would say so. The, yeah. I mean, well, and I mean, too, I think you, you just look at, at the professions. We're both liberal arts uh, majors. We we don't have the, the worst mistake we, in my life. <laughs> we don't have the funds necessarily that some of our engineers. I mean, we have engineers who are CEOs, pioneers of all these industries that do have a lot of money to give. But like to you, what your point is, what is most impressive to me is the time that they give. And, and like Margaret said, the way they want to help the dean shape the college, shape the future, shape the direction we're going. So talk a little bit about that. I know we really, really hone in on the gifts. I mean, because that is what helps make this university run. Um, but like you said, them coming to speak to classes, just being involved, talk about what that's like in, in getting, reconnecting with alumni and and reconnecting them with Auburn. Yeah, absolutely. Engineering is really special in that way more than any. I've worked at three other institutions and Auburn's unique because the Auburn family is real and people care about that. But then engineering in and of itself, our alumni go through a program that's really hard. And so there's a brotherhood when they and sisterhood when they leave. <laughs> and so um, I think when they leave, they really love engineering, but also it provides them with a, a degree that provides for their family and they do have capacity and inclination. So when they give back, engineers are also problem solvers. So they want to come back and help us, which is which is just as important as their philanthropy. So that's what we see all the time is that our alumni give back their time and their advice in a really impactful way. And then the philanthropy follows. Um, so that allows us to do so much more because we don't, it's one thing to give your, your money and that's helpful and we want you to do that. But our alumni really get in front of our students and they care about what classes we're teaching and our students having mentors and career opportunities. So they're helping in almost every aspect that we can see in the college our alumni are engaged in. And you mentioned a brotherhood and a sisterhood. Mm -hmm. uh, you played a very vital part in um, us establishing the 100 Women Strong. Now it's the 100 Plus Women Strong program. Talk about how that came about and what that's doing for the college. Absolutely. Um, when I got here, I guess, eight, almost eight and a half years ago, um, I had been part of a women's philanthropy board at 
Belmont University where I worked previously. Mm. And so they said, oh, well, we have this women's program. And it was the Force to Recruit, Retain, and Reward Women in Engineering. And they gave me that mission statement and four business cards. So they didn't have a program. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have a program for me to run. They had an idea. And it was a good idea. And so that we. It sounds like what y'all do to us a lot of times from the realm of the communication market. We have a great program. Yeah. We've got this awesome idea. Go do it. Yeah. <laughs> Belmont's right. in Nashville. Austin, right. Right. Thanks, Jerry. Had right. a big crush go there. <laughs> a lot of fond memories. That we'll one we'll tell Jenny not to listen to this. No, she never does. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that program started with four key alumni who were really the champions of the program, and they they helped us to get. And we had uh, it was the previous dean, uh, Larry Benefield, who gave me that task, and then uh, Dr. Roberts just ran with it and believed in it just as much. And so we had four key alumni that grew to an executive committee of 20 key alumni that really, they helped us get corporate sponsorships. So we now have eight corporate sponsorships that give between five and $25,000 a year. And we have a, I think we're almost to 200 in the 190s of female and male alumni who give back $1,000 a year. And that all of those things help us to recruit, retain, and reward women in engineering. Awesome program. I love that alliteration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is why I've a few. Yeah. But I mean, we uh, we've had so many students on on this uh, podcast that have, are really involved with the program. We've had alumni, mm-hmm. uh, Caitlin recently that's involved with the program. Um, so just some really cool. The Frito and, Lady. Yes, oh, yeah. It. Yeah. And now we've got um, students who are graduating and joining 100 Women right. Strong right away because they've seen the benefits of having having those connections with those alumni. It's really powerful. It is. I think I. Uh, I gave 20 bucks to liberal arts one time. I think just to get the kid off the phone. <laughs> you little, did support little. Tiger Giving Day. This and year, that, no, yeah. I did do that. No, go. I very much did that. You, you talked about, uh, you know, the team being split up into regions. And uh, what, what, what is the most exciting region? If you're a development officer, what's the one you want coming in? I mean, can you say that? I mean, because the people, the people not in that region wouldn't necessarily know. But, I mean, is there one that's kind of like the... You know the money belt. <laughs> well, you know I'm talking about Texas and oil are usually because go. they're a lot of those companies that are matching gift companies. So um, when our alumni graduate, it's interesting. Some of the things to consider when you're looking, or when our students graduate, some of the things to consider is if your company um, allows for matching gifts. So if you make a donation to a philanthropy, your company will match sometimes, you know, up to five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars a year. So our alumni who work for those companies. It's usually helpful. You know, it's mm-hmm. just it's almost like a coupon for them to make a, don- a large donation or a major gift donation. So you you talked about Belmont. You also uh, worked at Austin P. Mm-hmm. Great name of the university. Mm-hmm. I've got my AP hat back there, by the way. Mm-hmm. Wear it on my walks. <laughs> it's a little more conducive for this wig I got mm-hmm. on top. Um, but uh, also Michigan State. Alma mater. Yeah. Um, talk about your experience at Michigan State. Yeah, um, I started as a student caller there. I needed a job when I got to college, and I started calling alumni and asking them to donate back at night. Everyone loves those phone calls you get from students. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I was shaking my head no. Um, but uh, I started doing that, and I really loved it. And there they had a really great mentoring program. So I got a mentor who was a frontline fundraiser when I was 19. So this was what I decided to do with the rest of my life when I was 19 years old. Really? Mm-hmm. And I, they hired me there after I graduated. And so I worked for them in their phone, oh, for their phone-a-thon. And then I 
followed a boy and I went to, <laughs> I went to um, my I was married and widowed and remarried but my late husband was in the military so we moved to Clarksville Tennessee because he was stationed at Fort Campbell and I worked at Austin P then for four years and there I was a fundraiser for and I at that when I started at Michigan State I thought my whole career was going to be there I thought I would raise money for them the rest of my life and so um, Austin P was a was a really good change for me because it was a really small school, so I got to put my hands in everything. So we raised money for um, their football program. I was over math and science, libraries, and then a car raffle and their <laughs> phonathon. I mean, I literally it was like whatever is available. So um, that was great experience for me. And then I went to Belmont University for four years, and there I did parent fundraising. And then that women's philanthropy board or the women's uh, auxiliary board. And so um, my late husband got stationed to Fort Benning, Georgia, which is what brought me to Auburn. So I looked around at schools around Auburn and he kept saying, for the family, SEC football, because we had a little boy and he really wanted us to have uh, games to take our son to. And so I was lucky they hired me when I got hired at Auburn eight and a half years ago. There were only three fundraisers who didn't have the year behind their name when because uh, they all graduate right? Right, right Auburn is so lucky that they don't have to recruit from the outside very often because our alumni love it so much that they stay but it's powerful whenever we do uh to me it says something about people like you listening to you talk about Auburn um you know if we didn't ask you that question I could not have told you that you're not an Auburn graduate um so sometimes you know don't get me wrong there's a, the, the the three of us over here are all Auburn graduates but for those that sometimes come in um you really see the Auburn family come alive that's right I've had my experience actually about the Auburn family so I had only been here 11 months when my husband passed away and it was unexpected and I had a two and a half year old and so I thought I knew I didn't I didn't know for sure if I wanted to move leave here, but I wanted to see what happened. Well, the dean of our college came in and said, you know, I'm a I'm a frontline fundraiser, so I travel 40 to 50% of the time, and all of a sudden I'm a single mom. And so I thought, oh my gosh, I can't do this job for them anymore. And he came in and said, I'm going to take you off the road for a year. He said, all I need you to do is grieve and heal. It's park, in that, park in that parking lot, sit in that chair, and we'll figure the rest out. And I kept saying, no, I need to be back on the road. And um that, that gave me time and my own freedom to figure it out and my own strength. Just And I got back on the road probably four months later. But that kind of grace and time made me more loyal to this college and to him in particular than than any alumni could be probably. Um, and, and our cowork- my coworkers traded territories with me. So they gave away their um, local territory and took my far away territory for me, which no one had to do that either. And like I said, I'd only been here 11 months. So that Auburn family thing is really real. And um, so I decided to stay because people treated us so well that I felt, I mean, I felt like it was a God thing that we had been sent to Auburn, Alabama for that to happen because we were so well taken care of. And then um, and then I ended up eventually meeting an Auburn, <laughs> <laughs> an Auburn alum who had been the mascot when he was at Auburn. He was back for an Aubie reunion when we met. And that's who wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I was about to say <clears throat> he, he, he a was a friend of, a friend of the right, sorry. Okay, you're right. I was about to say. Cut. Oh, <laughs> Lord, yeah, you, you talked about the editing process. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> he was a friend of Abby. There we go. And Woo. he was back for a friend of Abby <laughs> reunion. <laughs> They're very And loyal. I met him there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so we ended up. You met him there. 
I did. He came back for that. And April Mullins, who works in the College of Engineering, introduced us. Really? And you're just kicking it with the, hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. With a friend. Well, it's something, um, you know, I, I felt I've had a connection with you since I first met you. Um, I lost my brother in an accident about 20 years ago as well. Uh, and I didn't know that about Jake for the longest time. And we got to talking about that. And I think we've connected some somewhat on that level. Um, when that happened to me, it, it took a while. But I know it's one of those things that um, I have always felt I have a duty and responsibility to help those who are going through a similar thing because that grieving process and I don't get me wrong. I have no idea what it's like to lose a spouse. Absolutely no idea. Uh, but that sense of loss, uh, just can be overwhelming. Uh, and like you said, Dr. Uh, Roberts talking about coming to work and just let's get through that. Um, I've seen you do that exact same thing with our alumni who have lost a spouse, lost a family member, are going through very, very difficult times through disease or, or whatever it is. Um, for me, just as an outside observer, that is so impactful. And to me, that when, you know, you talk about development officer, you talk about student workers calling, you know, okay, sometimes you think, okay, here's a fundraiser. That's not what you guys are. Y'all are the ones making connections with the Auburn family to get them engaged. And that um, branches off friendships that are probably like family to you. So I, I really think that's amazing. And for your story is so inspiring and encouraging. Um, You've earned every bit of this in this role, and I just think you're going to thrive in it because our, our alumni see the genuineness that you have with them uh, and that you care about this university. So it's very powerful and inspiring. Thank you. Our whole team is that way. Like I look at our I, someone asked one time what just recently in my interview process what my biggest achievement has been in this at Auburn so far, and we could say the amount of money we raised, but it's in, which is. In, impressive and impactful but it's not it's the relationships it's the wedding anniversaries we're invited to the birthday parties we're invited to and our whole team is that way that everybody's connected with these folks they go out and meet just almost randomly by region and they become like family and i watch all of them you know i've heard someone i've gotten off the phone with somebody where we say i love you dark we mean it you know we love (laughs) them and they love us they do become family it's it's honestly an honor to be able to do that it's a joy i feel like while we're at home right now, we're all obviously it's hard for everybody, but we're sad because we don't get to see the people we care about and we don't get to do the work we're used to doing. So we've tried to come up with other ways to be creative and connect with people still. But uh, it is a joy. Yeah. Jeremy started on that earlier. And I think we kind of got all what you've had this role like about four or five days now. Um, before that, Derek I need Dick- a plan now. <laughs> 90 day plan, bro. Let's go. Uh, Derek Dixon, who was our senior director, who has gone uh, to New Mexico State, was well, his alma mater as well. Uh, but you served as director before that. So, uh, kind of very similar to some things that I did when uh, Jim decided to retire. There was some time off. Derek was traveling. Uh, so, you really kind of assumed this role for several weeks to months, actually. But, you know, now that we've been in a pandemic for however many weeks we're in, I've lost count count too. Um, What has that been like of trying to lead a team, trying to lead a new direction when, you know, you don't know when you're going to be back on the road. You don't know what the economy is going to be like for our graduates. That's right. Yeah, this was not how I envisioned this. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, Thanks, Dr. Roberts. I know, I know. I keep waking up every day and getting on Zoom call after Zoom call going, this was not how I envisioned this. Um, but our team is uh, probably because they're really grateful to have a, have jobs and we really enjoy what we do. 
um, they the uptick in work has actually increased. Um, we've started to work on projects we weren't able to work on Believe before. Believe me, we've noticed. Yeah, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and all, I was just going to say that brochures, everything that includes your office, we're sorry. And Danny sent a message to Lauren earlier that our student, our senior student worker who's graduating, you know, they cut off their Adobe access, so she's not going to have Creative Cloud. So we're like, okay, anything you need Stop. to get done, you need to get it done quick. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. We keep saying we're gonna go back with so much margin because we're getting all of our projects done. <laughs> we're sorry, um, but we have been active. But that's good for us. Too. Yeah, it is. The thing we've really been trying to do is find ways to still meaningfully engage with our alumni. Um, and so we've come up with stewardship ideas like sending out the U visit so that they can feel like they're on campus. Um, we're sending out, you know, the coloring sheets and puzzles and things like that to try to get them to ha- see pictures of our campus, our alumni. But also we started some Zoom phone calls with the dean or with department chairs and even some Zoom happy hours just to try to be a little more festive because normally we'd be taking people to dinner in the same right. in the same way. So um, our team's been really impressive. And so I feel like there have been a um, – everyone's just really – tried hard to still be productive and connect with our alumni in ways that we can. So this wasn't how I envisioned this, but I'm super proud of the hard work our team has done. And it has felt almost seamless because I had been doing pieces of the role and Derek, um, I had been in the director role under Derek. So I did feel, and I love our team. So I just feel comfortable and and ready. So when you tell those, those um, connections and communications have been very successful. I've heard, I've seen and heard a lot of great things of, people feeling connected to the cause because I know they're losing that just as well because they're they're used to this connection and we you know it's been difficult for us Lauren Winton is in our office but kind of embedded with y'all so again she's kind of like a you know dual loyalties (laughs) not really part of our family quite as much how is she working out with y'all? We adore I mean, yay her. Name, music, good, thumbs up. You can I, just whisper. I adore her. Okay. Um, I just think she does a really good job of working oh, between our two no, offices. She's, she's a delight. She, she is a she's delight. Been, she's been great. And, she's and taken, a fabulous writer. Yeah. She she's is. Taken, she is. I mean, I, I enjoyed the 100 Women's Strong. Now she's got a hold of it and everything. I'd always said so. Jeremy was my best hire, but then Lauren came along. Huh. Thanks, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> No, thanks a ton for being here. Mm-hmm. This yes. has been thanks great. And congratulations this. again. Uh, I'm excited about you know what the, the future is going to look like now. And uh, even in these trying times, uh, pretty excited. Future's so, in good hands. Amen. War Eagle. War, War Eagle. Eagle.